Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Swing and a drive, right field and deep. Back goes Aquino, it's got a chance, gone! Get out the tape measure, long gone! Fly the W! Cubs fans, it's time to fly the W with Dustin Rhodes and Paul Crawley-Jean. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season two. It's episode number three. We're calling this one the Cubs Con Extravaganza. We hope that uh, you subscribe, like, download our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials. You can also email the show, flythew670 at gmail.com. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show, 670 The Score, live 530 till 10 a.m. Of course, 670, your radio home for Chicago Cubs baseball. And as always, Crawley is here with me. Crawley, happy Tuesday to you. I cannot tell you. Three years, Dustin. Three long years we have waited for the return of CubsCon, and it has risen from the ashes like the Phoenix. We are back. CubsCon is here. I know you are super excited. I am excited as well. Um, I have been to CubsCon multiple times, but in a much smaller day-to-day experience compared to you. So there's no reason for me to tell any of my stories of CubsCon. But Crowley, uh, give everybody kind of a behind-the-scenes look. Tell us how many times you have been, kind of how it has grown over the years, and what people can expect on Friday Saturday and Sunday at this uh, three-day CubsCon event. Yeah, you know, it's uh, this is going to be my 21st CubsCon. Holy I, cow. I go to all 72 hours, and I probably sleep about six of them. So six hours total for the weekend. I am absolutely grooving, and then on Sunday, I crash and burn, and I sleep for about a 48 hours. It is to me, <laughs> It is to me the most glorious time of the year because – you know, a lot of baseball fans, you know, the season ends. Okay, we'll flip on and watch some football, some hockey, you know, some basketball. For me, I sit out the window and just wait for baseball season to start again. And so this is the first major event, right? It goes CubsCon, pitchers, catchers, open, uh, position players report, spring training, opening day. And, and it's, 
it is really a party unlike anything else. If you have not been to CubsCon before, it's going to be overwhelming. Would probably be the best word to describe it. Trust me, I didn't learn everything in one CubsCon. This is years and years of attending CubsCons. And so it's, you just kind of learn like, what, what is your interest? What do you value? Are you really into sitting down and listening to the sessions? Or do you want to get autographs? Or do you just want to kind of walk around and they're going to have the minor league affiliates. They're going to have curated uh, memorabilia that some people have never even seen before. What is, what is your interest? Or do you just want to do a little bit of everything, right? I know some people that just want to do, they stand in line for autographs all day long. And that's their thing. You know, I know some people that don't move the second they sit down and they're watching the sessions all day long. And, and so there, there's a lot of different things depending on what you want to do. Um, you want to get there right around probably I'd say one or two in the afternoon is probably fine. Otherwise, you're just going to be standing in more lines. Um, now, this and, is on Friday. You want to get there one or two, one or two yeah, o'clock? Yeah, one or two o'clock on okay. Friday. And they're going to do something new this year. It's going to be the red carpet. So they're going to have the players come through the doors of the Sheraton and you'll be have a chance to interact with them. I don't know how crazy it's going to be. This is the first time they're doing it. So I have no tips for you on that. But my understanding is you'll be able to get some autographs and, and, and who knows. But that's going to be kind of the first thing that's going to happen is they're going to come through on a red carpet. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, after that, you're going to then see opening ceremonies. Usually, um, Pat Hughes is the master of ceremonies, but I think we're going to see something a little bit different this year. And then after the ceremony happens and occurs, the opening ceremonies, what we're going to then see is you're going to have, it's a hilarious show. It is called um, Off the Mound with Ryan Dempster, and it is absolutely hilarious he has a lot of different guests it's kind of like a jimmy kimmel johnny carson kind of thing where the guests come out from the back he has bits he has little videos it's where a lot of viral moments have occurred in the last few cubs cons the infamous st louis is boring quote from chris bryant yeah that that's happened. where that that was born there yeah mm -hmm. that was born there there was a time where uh he had uh, theo epstein and jed hoyer play a game where they had to have the other guy translate with a thing in their mouth and it was just beyond hilarious and so there's a lot of that he had the 2008 cubs play the 2004 cubs in uh uh flippy cup nice. so it's just it's just it's if you've never been there it's highly recommended now you wake up on saturday and that's that's when the early birds kind of try to make it now, the, the 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 party people they kind of are struggling still to get up but the first thing you're going to have is the return of the rickets family forum so that is back after i want to say two three year absence um and then will come jed and his crew and then david ross and the managers and then from there you'll have a lot of different sessions with different players okay um on sunday they have a clinic or if you're continuing on saturday after that they're going to have cubs bingo the single greatest moments of cub convention you, I don't want to say you're not a Cub fan, but you haven't experienced CubsCon if you have not done Cubs Bingo, hosted by our guest, one of our many guests on this show today, Wayne Mesmer. It is epic. The prizes are epic. The partying is epic. The banter is epic. It is like nothing you've ever seen before, so you got to go there. Friday and Saturday night, after all the events are done, they're doing something new this year in the Budweiser Chai Bar. 
It's called Harry Karaoke. So you want you want to go up there and test your singing skills? Have at it. I, I my understanding is they're going to have some prizes and stuff like that. But that bar is kind of on the main lobby of Cubs Convention. So will you be will you be singing, Crowley? I, I have a repertoire of karaoke songs. Um, I just don't know if I want to get everybody running out there. We'll see how long the line is, but uh, I, I will try to make it one night and and do some singing. So it is. You know, and then Sunday's kind of a chill day. Um, they don't really have programming this Sunday. Uh, my understanding is they will have some autographs. And if you are coming with a young person, they have a clinic. And my understanding is the clinic is sold out. So if you have a son or daughter um, in, into baseball or whatever and just wanting to learn, they're going to have Cubs coaches and Cubs players helping the kids out on Sunday. So um, Very cool. A lot of cool things. I mean, you know, Dustin, I just could never, you know, just all the things, just thinking about it. But but the main thing is this is like a family reunion that happens every year. Is that the people, there, there are people that go to CubsCon maybe one time and they're like, I think they try to do too much or they, they get frustrated because they, they they're tunnel vision instead of just sampling a little bit of everything. Like if all your goal is is to get Ian Happ's autograph, you may you might walk away disappointed. You might not get that. But if your goal is just to have fun and meet Cub fans that are as passionate as you and, and, you know, it is so much fun. I've made so many friends there. And sometimes those friends, I only see them once a year at Cubs convention and, and you just give each other hugs and, 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 and it's, it's, you just talk Cubs baseball, man, 72 hours of beer and baseball. Can you ask for anything more than that? No, you really can't. And also, at some point in there on Saturday, Crowley, you and I are going to try to do this podcast live from the Sheridan. So we'll see uh, where that exactly uh, fits into the uh, afternoon uh, affair. Also, a little programming note, you brought up the Ricketts family Talk. That's the first event on Saturday morning. Tom Ricketts joins Mully and Haw on Friday at 8 a.m. So a little programming note for our... uh, our podcast uh, crew out there. All right, Crowley, you're really excited. I'm really excited. I know the uh, subscribers to this podcast are excited. This is our Cubs Con Extravaganza. Kudos to you for lining all this stuff up. And before we wrap up segment one, we want to take a listen to Crowley's interview with none other than Patrick Wisdom. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, I am here with Cubs third baseman Patrick Wisdom. Patrick, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fabulous. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited to be uh, on the podcast. Yeah, you know, it was, uh, we talked before you and I about what an amazing year 2022 was for you. And for me, it goes back to spring training and, and David Ross is watching you and, he, and he's like, you realize you made the team, right? <laughs> Tell me what that moment was like to kind of hear that from Rossi himself. Um, yeah, you know, I just I think it was, you know, coming into spring training is my mindset of, you know, I got to make the team. I got to do what I can to, um, you know, show that I kind of belong, even though I had a good year in 21. Um, you know, I think it's just the position I've always been in spring training, you know, not being a for sure guy on the team. So, you know, I was pressing a little bit. I'm not going to you know lie to you. And I think Rossi could kind of sense that. And so. Uh, I remember it was like during BP and he just kind of like put his arm around me. He's like, you know, you can relax, right? Like you're on the team. There's nothing to worry about. And I'm like, wait, really? Like I've never <laughs> heard those words before, you know? And so he's like, yeah, what, like, what are you thinking? 
And uh, so, yeah, emotions kind of came over me. And then I ended up having a good game that day for in spring training. So um, and then just kind of went on and relaxed and uh, had fun. Now, you, you had a great year. You know, you finished pretty much you finished first in home runs. You led the team in home runs. You second in most categories behind Ian Happ, who was an all star second in doubles. Uh, second in uh, walks, second in uh, runs batted in. I mean, a great season. When you look back at everything that happened in 2022, what were the positives that you kind of took away from playing that full season with the Cubs? Yeah, you know, I felt like I was kind of uh, productful, um, you know, especially behind Ian Happ, who, like you said, was an all-star, go Glover. Um, just to watch him go about his business day in and day out um, was inspiring for sure. But, uh, you know, guys like Nico, um, you know, I can go around the whole team um, and just say how they, you know, they worked. They were in there, you know, day in and day out, um, you know, just putting their nose to the grindstone and, and having fun. And so that was um, inspiring and motivating to me. And I was able to take, you know, a little bit of what they do and implement it in my game and just kind of see how they are so even keel out there, no matter the result. Um, you know, so I was just a, it was a lot of good things to take away from those guys, um, you know, and I think just going out there every day um you know learning that i can play at that level um you know and, and most importantly just being um you know productive at that level right and so you know i always tell people it seemed like there were two halves i mean you guys were so banged up especially pitching in the first half but you know the second half to me you know throwing the field of dreams game throwing all the you know it just seemed like a different team do you feel like you guys just gelled better got healthier all the above yeah, I think, you know, all the above, I think we gelled better. I think it took us a little bit to, to kind of gel. Um, you know, like you said, the injuries, we had the injury bug. So that was kind of, you know, a dagger, um, you know, just just a lot of moving parts at once. And I think we never really got a chance to kind of gel because, you know, guys going up and down and trading and this and that. It's just, like I said, a lot of moving parts. So I think kind of like what you alluded to, the second half of the season, it was um, a little bit smoother. Um, we got some guys back, some uh, some guys were healthy now. And so um, we we're just able to kind of keep rolling. Um, you know, and I think we played really good baseball in the second half. We we played a lot of good teams and, you know, we were winning a lot. And so, um, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun to finish the season in that way. Now, one thing that surprised me is, is, you know, I just thought of you as a third baseman, but I saw you playing some first, picking some balls, saw you in the outfield. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know, I don't want to, I don't want to say like, I didn't think you could do it, but it was like, I was really impressed with your defense uh, at first base. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, you know, I take a lot of defense in my, or a lot of pride in my defense. Sorry. Um, you know, and guys, you know, like Greeny um, and Moda, the staff, they're, they're, they're always open to, to, um, you know, giving you work and, I'm a worker. I love to go out there and take ground balls, take fly balls. You know, I'll pull Willie Harris out of the club. I'm like, hey, give me some fly balls. You know, I'm playing left tonight. And he's like, boy, you're an athlete. You can go catch the ball. And I'm like, I know, but like, it's just like a feel thing. You want to get out there, get a couple reps. I'm like, okay, like, this is it. See how the wind's playing, you know, talk to Hap, you know, especially if I'm playing the outfield, like, hey, like, um, you know, you'll see me always looking over at him and he'll shade me one way or the other and just you know, just learning from the guys that have a lot of innings, um, you know, playing at, at Wrigley. So, um, but like I said, I take a lot of pride in my defense and I love playing defense. I love getting guys out. Um, so uh, it's fun for me. Now, you know, like you were talking about, there's a lot of guys that were coming up, coming down, but, but, you know, a lot of young players, did you, were you able to kind of help them out as far as mentoring a little bit? You know, when you talk about guys like uh, Christopher Morrell or Nelson Velasquez, I know we had a lot of pitchers come up as far as, uh, you know, Caleb Killian and Hayden Wesniski and guys that were just there, were you able to kind of help ease that transition a little bit? 
Yeah, and you know, I knew some of those young guys, like especially Morel from being at the alt site uh, a couple years and, um, you know, being able to befriend him in that setting and then seeing him, you know, excel in, in the big leagues and playing alongside him. Um, super special, super fun. So, um, you know, I was able to be kind of that sounding board uh, during those kind of tough times, if you will, or um, sometimes that I think that they didn't think they were doing too well. And just being that reminder and that voice, you know, on their shoulder, like, hey, you're doing great. Like, you know, keep it, keep it small, keep it simple, um, you know, and you're doing, you're doing great things. You get to play, you know, for Morel, for instance, like center field at, at Wrigley Field for the Chicago Cubs. Like, that's pretty special. And if you can kind of change your perspective, um, you'll go out there and you'll shine like you always do. So, you know, being able to just talk with those guys and, and you know, share some of my experiences being, you know, older in age, not necessarily like big league year service time, but, you know, been around the game a long time. So, um, you know, I have a lot of experience under my belt. Now, the one thing you don't have experience with that I'm excited about that we talked about was Cubs convention, man. I, we're, we're excited. And, and for me, as, a, as an older guy that's been, to, like you said, been around, I got a lot of service years as a Cub fan, going to 20-plus <laughs> Cubs con, you know. I'm almost more excited to see your guys' reaction to the oldest fan festival in sports. I, I mean, have you heard anything about it? Do you have anything in your mind? Are you, how excited are you to kind of see what's going on here? I've heard nothing but great things. I've heard it's a it's a great time, uh, not only for us players, but for the fans as well. Like we're we're able to mingle with a lot of the fans. Um, you know, I think that's so special because it really shows a glimpse of who we are as people, you know, not necessarily just the player out on the field, um, but you know, able to show the fans like, hey, we're, we're human beings, too. We're players. We're we're normal guys with families. And, um, you know, we're funny. We're we're easygoing. So um, I like that aspect of it, too. And you get to know kind of the fans and and shed light on that. But, um, you know, kind of like you said, I'm, there's a lot of people that come, um, you know, for instance, like you, you've been to 20 plus, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have been to, to many. And so just to kind of continue that legacy to see, um, that legacy grow and to be a part of it is something special. And I'm, I'm truly looking forward to it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I remember the field of dreams game and watching you guys come out of the corn but you're there with Hall of Famers, like from the Reds and, of course, the Cubs with Sandberg and Lee Smith and Billy Williams and Andre Dawson. And so you're going to be on stage with a lot of guys that are just Hall of Famers and Cubs legends. It's got to just – I mean, you got to kind of look around and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no doubt. Like when we were in the back of the cornfields, um, you know, waiting for us to, to walk out um, – you know, you just look left and you look right and you're just surrounded. You know, it's real tight back there. So you're kind of almost brushing shoulders with all these guys. And you're like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, you know, kind of almost like, uh, you know, shell shocked, if you will. Or, um, you know, just rubbing shoulders with Hall of Famers. And you're like, wow, like, this is pretty incredible. And you're at the Field of Dreams game. And you're like, man, this atmosphere is just insane. And, um, you know, like even for the Reds uh, Hall of Famers, too, you guys got, you got Johnny Bench and, um, you know, other guys that are just incredible so just to be out there with them and walk through the cornfields and onto the field with them was something i'll never forget i'll cherish forever yeah you're walking right past ken griffey jr and senior i mean <laughs> like i said yeah, I'm still... it, it was i mean it was an a-list i mean it was a hall of famers right they're all that back there so you're just i was just in awe I'm like wow this is this is incredible now you gotta, you know, I know you, you've probably recently gotten your itinerary. You're looking at the, the thing. Are you going to be able to have a little bit of free time to kind of explore yourself a little bit? I think so. Yeah. I think there's some built in, um, you know, free time, if you will, or just, uh, you know, an hour here, an hour there of, 
um, space and time before I got to be at the next event. Um, so I definitely want to like check it out and um, see all I can see while I'm there. Yeah. And, and one thing that is, is super, and I think Cubs con for you is just a perfect fit just because I know how you are with the fans, how you treat the fans. And that really is the spirit of Cubs convention is just, you know, being like, you know, when you think about the years, just literally sitting at a table right next to Ernie Banks, like, and just talking and having a conversation and you've always been just really good with interacting with the fans. So I think you're going to be a hit there. And I think you're really going to enjoy uh, what you see and what, what's happening there. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I, that's what a, a huge part of the game that I love. And, um, you know, I remember being a kid and going to games and, you know, the five seconds that the player chatted with me or say like, what's up, buddy? Like, how you doing? Or like, what position do you play? Like I took like that made my whole week or my year, you know? So um, just remembering those times, like, you know, I, I always thought like, man, when I get to that point, I always want to like give back or just spend, you know, that five seconds, that a minute just to make that kid's day or that little girl's day, whatever it may be um you know or grown men like you you know you just uh <laughs> you know you could just talk to anybody and you know because i mean the fans ultimately make the game and you know you guys pack the house at wrigley or even on the road so uh you guys make it so enjoyable to play so you know i'm i want to give back and i want to shed light like hey man like i appreciate you guys and i appreciate all the support year in and year out now, one thing that's cool for fans that do want to kind of interact or see you is you're doing an event at the Lowe's Hotel. So if people aren't aware, the Sheridan is the is where the Cubs convention is. And the Lowe's is literally like a three-minute walk from there. And you're going to be a, a, doing an event with Homewood Bats, which is a company, Chicago-based company. They make wood bats for both amateurs and professionals. Tell me about your relationship with Homewood Bats. Yeah, so I met Todd, I think back in 2017, um, in spring training when I was with the Cardinals. Uh, you know, they, they always come and, you know, they say, like, here, try out my bat. Here's a sample. I'll go take BP with it. Let me know what you think, Paul. And so um, I, I he gave me one, and I used it a lot, and I loved it, and so I ordered more. And, um, you know, just kind of that relationship just started rolling and the, and uh, got bigger and got stronger. And so, you know, now that's the, the only bat I use. Um and, you know, he's so good, so good and easy to work with, um, you know, any little spec I want to change, um, especially being right there in Chicago, it's real fast and he, he'll bring it to the field and be like, is this what you're talking about? Uh, let me know what you think. And so, um, but just Todd and his family are just super great people. Um, but yeah, so the event on Saturday, it's going to be super fun. Uh, you can meet me in person and I'll sign a, a, the, the game replica bat, the same model that I use. So that's going to be super cool. Right. And a lot of people are like, oh, what should I bring? What do I, what, what do I, what do I get signed? And so here's what you do is if you go to the Lowe's and I want to say it's at what, one o'clock? It's going to be at five. Five o'clock. I'm sorry. Five p.m. So yes. it's going to be at five p.m. And it's going to be at the Lowe's and you go there. And the cool thing about it, it's one hundred and fifty dollars. But that includes a replica game bet, which you are going to sign. And people yeah. get to get a nice photo with you afterwards. And right. one additional family member can also attend. So it's like you get a game uh, a game replica model of the bat that you would use in a game signed. Yep. And if you got like your son or you got a buddy or somebody, they can come with you and, and be part of that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so, yeah, I'll sign it right there in front of you. Um, like you said, yeah, it's going to be the same model, same bat that I swing in, in games. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. Um you know, I'm just excited to meet more fans too. Just another opportunity to to mingle and to uh, meet and greet um, other fans. So I'm super excited and for it, and I hope other people are too. 
I, yeah, I think this event is going to be great. I'm, I'm definitely going to be there. And what, what there's also a little bit of a special offer. I'm going to plug it here. If you follow club 400, which Patrick, I know you've attended a couple events on the rooftop and at, at club 400 Lake in the Hills. If you follow Facebook or Instagram club 400, there's going to be a code on there that will get you 10% off the price of admission and it will get $10 will go to charity. So that $10 will go to the club 400 charity, which has been used to do a lot of different great events. Um, Heather's heroes is a program where we take people who have wishes that would like to go to Wrigley field. And I know you've met a couple of those recipients yeah, so that have fun. gotten that. And so it's such a good cause. So, um, you know, really also, is, yeah. you know, and, and I would say that, you know, it's, the thing about Todd and Homewood Bats is a lot of players use it. And so you never know. Maybe there'll be some surprise guests popping in because that's you usually what know. happens right. at Cubs convention. So I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're a Cub fan and you want to meet Patrick Wisdom, who's totally awesome, and get an autographed bat from the game model that he uses and potentially meet some other players, I'm just saying. I'm not saying I'm just saying. It would be an event to attend. <laughs> yeah, me neither. You know, I'm just saying. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> Well, Patrick, I appreciate your time. I, I, I will, I will be running around the convention, but I told you this before we, we jumped on here um, it, for you guys that are going to be experiencing CubsCon the first time. And when they call your name and you come out on the stage, I can't wait to see your face to see 10,000 strong cheering your name and just going crazy. Oh, I know. I'm excited too. like, you know, like kind of like we said earlier um, when I did it at club 400, just my jaw hit the floor. So I know at CubsCon, um, you know, I think it's going to be the same thing. And uh, I'm just super excited to see, you know, those fans uh, super excited. And I want my jaw to hit the floor again. We're going to do it for you. And, and, and <laughs> I'm going to see you this weekend. And after that, I'll see you in Mesa, my friend. Heck yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Crawley. Take care, Patrick. All right, you too. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. 
Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. W670 Podcast. This is Season 2. It is Episode Number 3. We're calling this one Cubs Con Extravaganza as we are doing this on Tuesday evening ahead of the Friday start of the Cubs convention that hasn't been around for the last couple of years. And right now we are talking to the Cubs Senior VP of Marketing, the person putting all this great fun together for us. It's Jen Martindale. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, I'm happy to have back on the show Jen Martindale, who is the Senior VP of Marketing, who has been working tirelessly to make sure that Cubs Con goes off without a hitch. How are you doing today, Jen? I'm good. I'm Excitement is building for Friday, for sure. Oh, you're telling me I haven't been able to sleep this whole week. I've been so excited. I wake up at like five in the morning every day, just on my own, no alarm clock. I'm glad it's not just me. (laughs) (laughs) So this is obviously, you know, an exciting time for a lot of Cubs fans. You know, we have missed this absolutely terribly. And so CubsCon returns this Friday at the Sheraton. A lot of, you know, some, some classic favorites and some new events coming in here. So as far as somebody that is, you know, a first timer going to Cubs convention, uh, I'm assuming that things are going to be pretty similar like they were in the past, whereas, you know, you you come in and you check in and you get your little bag of everything, all the goodies, uh, and then in there will be a good uh, a program to kind of help outline what the weekend's going to look like. Oh, I'm so glad you asked, actually. So we have made some changes in that area. Um, But yes, everyone will hopefully have their um, convention tickets on the phone. They're going to show that to gain entrance, and then they will get um, their lanyard that we're going to ask them to wear when they're with us, that we can identify them as a Cubs fan who is allowed into all the programming. Something that is different this year, though, is we are going paperless with our program. Okay. So there will not be a printed program in your goodie bag when you arrive this year. We are going to ask you to use your phone to access the program. So um, the Cubs schedule lives on the website. It will be updated before the weekend with the exact times all the sessions are happening. If you don't want to bother going to the web, you can always just take a screenshot of that page on your phone and carry it with you. Um, But we are trying to go paperless this year, honestly, just because... Um, We tend to make so many changes to the program um, at the last minute because we are really beholden to our players' schedules and their flight information and everything. And it just became really challenging for us to go to press with a printed program in a timely fashion. And so we're going to try paperless this year and see how it goes. All right. We'll give it a shot. And so uh, I know that the first thing that's going to be happening is new is a red carpet special. What time does that start and what is that all about? I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So that'll all get going around five o'clock. And um, one thing we've consistently heard from the fans and serving that's been done at past conventions is they want to see and interact with our players. And we want to find more opportunities for them to do that. So instead of most of our players driving in through the parking garage and taking some obscure, you know, elevator up to get into convention, we've asked them, can they please enter the building properly you know, have a moment with our fans and the media and really kick things off a little more officially than perhaps they've done in the past. And we think that'll be a really fun moment for everybody. All right. And so then we we, we get to opening ceremony. Are we starting at seven o'clock? I think we are starting... Six. We are starting at six o'clock for opening ceremonies. Oh, all right. Patrick Hughes, I'm assuming, is going to be the master of ceremonies as always. So... Things will look a little bit different this year. 
um, mostly because um, we are going to be honoring Pat during this year's opening ceremonies. And so we have asked some people to step in and do some of the work that he has typically done so that we can let Pat enjoy his moment that evening. That's awesome. He, he, you know, it's such an exciting year for Pat Hughes to get the Ford Frick, to get into the Cubs Hall of Fame. And it's, it's going to be fun to, to see him actually kind of relishing in that moment. So that's an awesome change that you guys are making. Mm-hmm. Um, off the mound with Ryan Dempster. You know, the funny thing, Jen, is the first time I saw that, you know, on Cubs kind of like, really? They're going to they're gonna have Ryan Dempster? I, I never thought it would take on the life that it is. It is, it is for people that don't know, it is hilarious. He always has this great band there. Um, there have been so many just hilarious moments where, where uh, that's where the Chris Bryant St. Louis is boring came out of and, and Lord knows anything else that happens there. So that'll be fun to see Ryan and the band and all those guys back together again. Absolutely. And he has a really fun roster of guests set up for Friday night. I will not steal his thunder, but I think that our fans are going to be really pleased and delighted by who comes and sits on the couch with him this year. Oh, always great. And then new this year is Harry Karaoke at the Budweiser Chai Bar. Now, my my karaoke skills are legendary, Jen. Tell me what this is all about. Well, another thing we've heard from fans is a big reason they come to convention is to connect and socialize with other fans, right? This is more than just sitting through the official programming. And we know that um, there's a ton to do in downtown Chicago. There's plenty of options. But for fans who don't want to wander outside of the hotel, we wanted to give them an option to keep the night going as well. So we're going to have karaoke going in the Budweiser Shy Bar both nights. We encourage you to come give us your best full-throated karaoke. I'm sure we'll have some fun surprises for people who participate. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, and uh, I'll, I'll try not to steal anybody's thunder. I, 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 but I, will, I, I don't know if I'm going to try to make it out there and get, get a song or two in. Um, last time we talked, when, I, when we were talking about CubsCon returning, I asked about the Ricketts session, and you gave me a smile, and, and, and you couldn't give me any confirmation, but now we know the Ricketts session is back. Is that starting us off, kicking us off at the morning, Saturday, 9 a.m.? It will. So um, you'll hear from ownership on Saturday morning. And um, everyone come caffeinated, ready for a long day. <laughs> oh, you, you know, it's comfortable shoes as well. Make sure you're wearing those. And after that, we got baseball ops and then Rossi and his managers. And then we have the players that are going to kind of start doing things. We have Ian Happ doing a recording of the uh, of his compound podcast on the mound, the business ops, kids only. Is it going to be in two separate rooms similarly as in the past? We're going to try to keep everyone together this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So everything's going to be in one room and then kind of sequence that way. Yeah. One less thing for people to worry about is changing rooms. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So that'll be fun. And, 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 you know, Ian Happ for anyone that listens to the compound, great podcast and, and it'll be fun. I'm sure he'll probably have some of the new cubs on that. I won't, you know, <laughs> you know, kind of getting to meet his new teammates and some of the old teammates, but just a good bunch of guys. And then um, as far as the road to Wrigley, that is, I want people to know it's moved to Saturday. So that's right. The minor league prospects have been such a huge story for the Cubs this year that they're they're getting prime time slot. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, it's not that our Sunday programming wasn't important, but we do feel like we have such a wonderful group of guys this year. We want as many people to see and hear from them as possible. So we made the choice to move them to Saturday. All right. And then as always, Cubs bingo. The, the highlight of the weekend, if you don't believe me, you got to check it out for yourself. It's back. Cubs bingo is back. 
Um, I'm sure um, you'll be hearing from Wayne himself how excited he is to be back with us for this um, adventure on Saturday night. So again, <laughs> long day, but we hope everyone will stick with it. Cubs bingo is not to be missed. I can't wait to experience my first Cubs bingo. I've heard it gets really competitive. Um, so any tips you might have, I would gladly take. Well, here, here, here's a tip, Jen, right? Number, number one, mm-hmm. make sure before you call bingo, it is a correct bingo, because if you call an incorrect bingo, you're going to go through a gauntlet of booze and possible popcorn th- throwing. You want to completely avoid that. And I would say probably one of the best things is find a table of people you enjoy hanging with and laughing because that's what makes uh, Cubs bingo so special is, is it's just, a, it's, and again, this is not a, you know, this is, this is going to be, it's a little bit wild. It's a little bit fun. It's, it's so just, just be prepared is all I can say. It's an okay. experience in and of itself. I can't wait. And Sunday, 115 Youth Baseball Clinic. People can sign up for that if their children are interested. And who would kind of be facilitating the clinic? So a few things on the clinic. I believe it's starting in the morning. And um, when people registered for the convention, they were also given the opportunity through follow-up communications to register their children to participate in the clinic. So hopefully anyone who's attending with kids received that communication and have the option to register their children. It is sold out. So we do have a few hundred kids who will be joining us on Sunday. Um, Some of our players and coaches have graciously agreed to participate in this clinic. So I think that um, the kids and their parents will be really delighted to see who's going to be instructing their children. Uh, that, you know, for a kid, that's going to be, uh, you know, just a, some, you know, an opportunity of a lifetime. Um, one of the things, uh, obviously, being a memorabilia collector is the autograph signings. How is that working that year? Similar to in years past or a little bit different? Well, again, listening to the fans, one thing we hear is that they can never have enough autographs. So what I can tell you is that we've thought really carefully this year about how to um, make it a little bit easier for people to get more autographs this year. Ah, now that's music to my ear. And uh, what about for season ticket holders? I'm a season ticket holder. Is there, what what are uh, some things that are going to be available for the season ticket holders? Mm -hmm. So as in years past, there will be a limited amount of reserved seating um, for the sessions for season ticket holders. In addition, we have not one, but two season ticket holder lounges this year. So you have two spaces in different parts of the hotel where you can go be with your other season ticket holders and enjoy some surprise and delight programming from from people that y'all will know very well. (laughs) And um, yeah, I think it'll be a really good time for season ticket holders. Yeah, that, that, you know, it's just those benefits. That, that's why I like being a season ticket holder is, is especially for CubsCon, getting some a little, little bit of those fringe benefits. So mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Jen, you know, this is, this is an exciting time for Cub fans. We're, we're really excited. Anything else you want to add about Cubs convention? Uh, I know it's being covered by Marquis. It is being covered by, Mar- by Marquis. So they will be doing live coverage Friday night of opening ceremonies and then Um, Pretty wall-to-wall coverage on Saturday as well. And for friends who don't have Marquee, we will be 
uh, live streaming select sessions online on Saturday as well. So we want anyone who's interested in learning more about the Cubs to feel like they can join us. There are still a limited number of passes available for this weekend. Um, you may have noticed that we are offering a small number of Friday only passes as well. We recognize that convention takes place on a holiday weekend. Not everybody can spend their whole weekend with us as much as we would love them to. And again, listening to the fans, we wanted to provide them with an option that still lets them, you know, enjoy a little bit of convention, even if they can't be with us the whole time. And the last thing I would say is you guys will have to check out the um, collection and archive exhibition rooms that we've put together. So we're going to have four different rooms full of memorabilia, a lot of which um, this is the first time it's going to be seen by the public. So encourage everyone to come and check that out this weekend. Uh, and, and just let me, it's interesting. And a little tidbit too that I always say is the minor league affiliates, the Cubs have some of the best guys in the minor league affiliates. When you're talking about Myrtle beach, South bend, Tennessee, and Iowa, and they always have a room and the people there are the nicest people they have giveaways. Mm-hmm. And, and I really encourage anybody that's going out there to visit with our minor league affiliate with the Cubs minor league affiliates and uh, just say hi to them. And they're just great people. And it's fun to go to the different affiliates and see the players before they come up. You know, I am so glad you brought that up. We're thrilled that the affiliates will be with us again this year. And I agree. If you haven't met them before or had a chance to talk to them about what's going on in their markets, please do that. Yeah, it, it, it'll be great. And, and, you know, if, if, if you've never been to a Cubs convention, it's hard to describe. It's one of those things when people ask me, it's like, you know what? You just have to go. I can't tell you, but if you want to spend a weekend in January thinking about and talking Cubs baseball for hours on end, I have friends that I only see at CubsCon maybe once a year and they come from all over the U.S. So if you haven't been, there are tickets available. I just, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of social media personalities, a lot of Cubs personalities, not just players, but, but the organists, uh, you know, the broadcasters, everybody's just around and friendly. And, and I, I never, every, every time I'm there, everybody's just smiling. I can't wait to see you this weekend. I can't wait to see <laughs> thousands of fans. We don't take for granted the fact that we're lucky enough that, you know, people want to spend their holiday weekend in January with us. And we're going to do our very best to put on a great show for them this weekend. Well, thank you, Jen. I look forward to seeing you there at Cubs convention and best of luck this week. And I know it's going to go great. Thank you. I'll see you on Friday. Ready for a spring break to remember? Amtrak's got just a ticket for you and your crew. With share fares, you and your friends can save up to 60%. The more who travel, the more you save. Skip the hassle of driving through the Northeast while exploring D.C., Philly, New York, and Boston. No middle seats and plenty of legroom are just an Amtrak away. And with stops right in the heart of your favorite cities, you'll arrive downtown, not out of town. Savings start with three travelers. Eight travelers required for 60% discount. Visit Amtrak.com slash sharefares to book. Restrictions may apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. We always encourage you to download, like, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Be sure to check us out on all of our socials. You can also email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. Crowley talked about Cubs bingo in the first segment of the show, and now he gets to talk to the caller of Cubs Bingo. It is the legendary CubsCon bingo caller Wayne Mesmer. And oh yeah, by the way, he does a pretty good rendition of the national anthem from time to time at Wrigley Field as well. Joining me now on the Fly the W podcast, a man who needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyway, a CubsCon legend, a Cubs legend, Mr. Wayne Mesmer. Sir, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Finally, we're getting back to uh, you know the the craziness known as the uh, Cubs convention. I'm I'm curious to see what it will look like. How many Cubs cons would you say you've been to, Wayne? All of them. Every single one, starting at the Hyatt. Yep. Oh yeah, everyone. Yeah. Hilton, and then into the yep. Sheraton. Yeah, yeah, and you know each had its own uh, unique quality. I, I I think the Hilton was one of my favorite spots. Um. But you want to always try and grab some positive things. You know, the the lobby at uh, at the Sheraton, I think, lends itself pretty well. When did you first kind of realize that bingo was starting to become its own creation, its own beast? Because if people don't know, like you said, if you've never been to a Cubs con and, and all of a sudden somebody says, what do you got to do? Anybody that's anybody that's been to Cubs cons, like, you gotta do Cubs bingo. And that's yeah. not people look at me and they're like, wait, what? You want me to play bingo? And I'm like, you don't even know. You just got experience. That's right. I know. When did you realize that this was becoming something bigger than just a game of bingo? I, well, as you know, I, it's not like I uh, I went to college and majored in bingo calling, <laughs> uh, nor did I ever set my goals to be, you know, the bingo master. Somehow, I mean, early on, they were killing me. You know, I would do like maybe five different sessions plus bingo. And then maybe even set up, uh, you know, a booth with uh, CDs and books and all this other stuff. At the end of the, of, of the weekend, man, I just about needed to be hospitalized. And finally, I said, you know, let's zero in on something that, uh, that I kind of have fun doing. And uh, so let's cut back on some of the sessions and uh, and forget a booth. I don't want a booth. You know, I'll walk around and say hello to people. But bingo was the thing because it was so natural and kind of instinctive just to be a, a wise guy, you know, just to have fun with the thing, you know, and it's created kind of a life of its own, you know, the flag that has flown over historic Wrigley Field, you know, and I don't know if we're going to have those this year, Uh but if not, I'll make reference to them anyway, every time, <laughs> or certain numbers that are called, and uh, you get a big rousing scream from one table or another, you know, uh, and, uh, and of course, heckling somebody, if they come up and turn up not to have a winning card, that's like walking into a lion's den wearing a pork chop suit. You've, you know, you've got to beat up on these guys, you know. Um you know, that's just the funniest thing because, you know, I'm talking to a couple of first timers that are coming with us. We're going to have three bingo tables, Wayne. And that's what I said. I said, you better make sure that if you yell bingo, that you make sure you have it because otherwise you are going to 
here, but it's that, that's part of the fun of it. And it, and not only that, but just like even the people that win get booed and heckled and everything. Oh, and so, a, yeah, a singular winner. Oh my god! If you do four <laughs> corners and somebody wins in four four balls, that they, they, they better hide after that. <laughs> and you so. Know? Yeah, if, if people are unaware, uh, bingo occurs. It's, it's not this year. It's not the last event. They have now uh, Harry Karaoke after bingo. A little something to do, but it is really the highlight of Cubs convention. It's after all the sessions are done, and usually around what seven eight o'clock at night. I lose track of time after seventy two hours. It's like a casino, but you know, literally the you know people get in there and there's a stampede to try to grab a table. But once you get your table, it's funny because you also have these different groups that have been going for so long, these factions. And yeah. everybody kind of has come up with their own versions of drinking games and, and all these type of things. It's, you know, and you get to see the same people year after year after year. It's just amazing. Well, it's funny because we've we've developed such good friendships with uh, a number of people, including yourself. But um, many were at, from bingo. You know, <clears throat> we'll have our... Uh, our daughter and uh, two granddaughters coming and uh, they are now 20 and 18. And a couple of our guys are like uncles to them, you know, uh, like about a half a dozen guys. And I never forget because our daughter was walking in and she had a little stroller and our, our little, at that time, she was probably three, a little Campbell. And uh, she's looking, and uh, Jennifer, our daughter's looking for a place to sit. And they call her over because she's in her uh, little stroller. Is a case of beer, you know, <laughs> like a six pack or a 12 pack or something. So she, you know, she bribed her way in. And then we became such close friends with these guys. And we stay in touch all year. During the year, these guys, various uh, you know, combinations of uh, a couple or three or four at a time come out to a ball game and we'll meet them at the game. And, you know, it's been a countdown, uh, you know, 364 days until convention, you know, and it goes on and on. So, so our, our bingo buddies, it's just, it's funny, but it's, it's a real friendship built around Cubs bingo. Now, I don't I don't want to spoil it for, for the newcomers coming down there, but I got you know, you have certain lines that are just classic. Have you just kind of developed them over the years and some were just hits and others were kind yeah. of duds and you just yeah, kind of workshop them? Yeah, I've got to be careful, you know. <laughs> I've had a couple people complain, you know. Ah. He's making, you know, he's making fun of, you know. I mean, one is uh let's see. Oh, well, because, you know, for those who don't know, it's C-U-B-S logo as opposed to B-I-N-G-O. And uh, <clears throat> the one that always gets, I said, here's the most often asked question at the convention weekend. You 18? <laughs> you know, oh, that's so distasteful. Oh. Well, let me tell you something. <clears throat> I, what I, I, D6, I think, is another one that... Uh, there's a C6 table that for some reason they go nuts, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, you know, it's kind of like if you, you know, it's about just having fun and you can't be, U18 is one of my favorite ones. That was one of the ones I was referencing. It was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, when, you know, there had to, that just had to have popped into your head one day and just absolutely. And it just took off. It's just, it's just a laugher. And I don't care. Like I said, I've been going to over 20 Cubs cons. I right. still laugh when I hear it. <laughs> 
well, you know, this isn't church basement bingo, you no. know? <laughs> and uh, uh, when you get, you know, when's the last time you were in a church basement that had 3,000 people playing, you know? Uh, never. So, you know, your odds are, they're stacked against you. So when you do win, it's worth celebrating. Oh. You know? And when you talk about the church basement, they usually don't bring in massive coolers of beer. So that's true that, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I think Wayne, you know, the funny thing I think is that for people that don't know you, I mean, you and your, your one beautiful wife, Kathleen, you guys do, you know, God bless America. And you've done the anthem for so many years, Wayne, I think kind of, but when you kind of come out there, you have this look like, you know, you just kind of like, if people don't know you and don't know your sense of humor, it's almost a little bit surprising. Like yeah, the first time right. to hear the Wayne Mesmer experience at bingo. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I know. And it, and I, that's why I do have to be a little bit careful, you know, because uh, uh, you sing the national anthem for all these years. And this will be the 39th year with me with association with the Cubs. Um, I kind of have, you know, American Eagle, bald Eagle sitting on my shoulder and carrying mom's apple pie and, Suddenly, you get a little uh, questionable with the comments, but uh, I, I, I don't know. It's like when Bob Saget, the late Bob Saget, came out with his, and made his uh, stand-up public. It was like, <laughs> whoa, that's not the guy we do from you know Full House. So, but I, I got to keep it clean though. Great analogy, but but you know. Listen, you know, the reason it is so popular is because what you bring to it and, and, and the culture that you've created within there, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of your baby, you know, it, it, it's, it's yours, you know, and, and I, I like I said, it, it's pro like I said, so much fun, like literally like I will probably for the last month. I've had people like, Hey, can you get me in your bingo table? And it's like, well, you know, <laughs> we only have so many seats guys. Like right, right. We're, we're, we're trying our best, but it, it is something that so many people look forward to, uh, to, um, not only is bingo a lot of fun, you have always done the national anthem prior to the, um, opening ceremonies. And, you know, over the years, you and I have talked about it. And I still think to this day, uh, the one that always sticks in my head is, is the year that, uh, Ron Santo had passed away. Oh man. Yeah. The Cubs con after that. And for people, you know, that remember those days when Ronnie was around, he, he was, you know, I think when I think of CubsCon, you know, the, you know, obviously Harry Carey comes to mind, you know, for so many of them. But for a lot of people that came later, you know, Ron Santo was really the face of CubsCon as well. Someone that was just funny and the stories and he was always good nature taking a ribbing and it was a lot of fun. But that that anthem to me always still sticks in my head all these years later. And I remember they had this big wall, like a memorial wall that you could sign. And you and I met there and I told you that. I said that was the best anthem. And I've heard you done the, do the anthem. I can't even count how many times. That one to me still resonates. Um, any CubCon moments that really kind of stick out to you? Well, I still pinch myself that uh, I walk up to uh, – walk up to these guys and uh, they know me by name. It's like, well, suddenly I'm 10 years old and I, you know, uh, Kathleen and I just watched on uh, Marquee the other day. It was a uh, Fergie pitching a game against the Phillies in uh, 1969. And uh, <clears throat> she even said to me, doesn't it, doesn't it surprise you or delight you? I don't remember what word she used exactly. That you know these guys and that they know you, you know? And I think it, it, it's a gift. 
you know, it's a, it's a privilege, you know, and because they're fun guys. And when you do uh, admire someone and later on you get to meet them and they turn out to be good people, that really is a bonus, you know? Uh, So my, let's see, a favorite moment. Well, there's a, I mean, I may have told you this story, but my, one of my favorite things is when I have like three generations of people standing in front of me and uh, the grandma says, oh, I just love you from such and such, you know, and she's talking about something from 30 years ago, maybe even give me the little cheek pinch. And then the mom says, oh, I remember you from the stadium. We, my first date with my husband was there, you know, okay. And then the little guy, you know, he's eight years old or something. I got big, gigantic eyeballs looking at me like, oh, my God, you're the bingo guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? You know what I mean? It's like it's been such a such a privilege to do what I do uh, just by using a God given gift of my voice. You know, it, it, you are a gift to Cub fans because CubCon has changed over the years, you know, and, and it's just natural things change. But you've been a constant. And, and for people that don't remember the old, old days of the accessibility of being able to kind of really just bump into your heroes and people that you admire and people that you see on the field and part of the organization. You sit there and without complaint, without being irritated, I see you shake hands and let people try on your ring and take as many pictures. And there's a line for Wayne Mesmer. And I just say to myself that like, you get it. You, you, cause you've been, you know, you've been there since the beginning and you understand that, you know, this is kind of to get the fans excited and, and just having, like I said, the accessibility. And I think that, that that's huge. And I, and every time I see it and I, and I take people to their first Cubs con, I tell them you got to get a picture with Wayne and there you are accommodating everybody. And I think that's what still makes Cub con special to me. Well, I appreciate that. And I think, uh, <clears throat> and I've tried to, to uh, tell people all the time who are in the public eye, how tough, and really ask the question, how tough is it to be nice to people who are being nice to you. And all they want is just, just to be acknowledged that they're there, you know? And uh, I, I, I've never, never liked when somebody would sign an autograph and, you know, and like that kind of thing and hand it off and take some time. How are you? Hey, look at this guy, you know, wow. What position do you play? That kind of stuff. Ronnie would do that too, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's uh, that's important. That's what uh, I mean. I remember uh, as a young boy going in my my childhood team was the Milwaukee Braves, and uh, I remember my uncle who knew all these guys because he had a saloon out at well, a really nice place out in Los Angeles. So when the when the Braves would come out, he that they would stay next door at the Ambassador Hotel. The old Milwaukee Braves were a group that, shall we say, uh, would run up a pretty good bar tab. <laughs> he knew all these guys. Eddie Matthews, Aaron, Spahn, Del Cran. I mean, you know, it goes on and on. So uh, he came in from L.A. And uh, my grandparents lived in Wisconsin. And uh, he said, hey, we're going to a ball game. Beautiful. So we drive into Milwaukee and stroll right into the, uh, into the locker room. And I remember this like it was yesterday you know, walking behind Eddie Matthews, who's my hero. 
And uh, I mean, I remember the details and uh, I remember who turned around and actually spoke to me, you know, shake a little guy's hand. And, uh, yeah, you know, and, and so that that never leaves you. And if you don't get the opportunity uh, to get up and talk to a ball player, at least you talk to somebody, you know, and Pat is the same way, Pat Hughes. Um, they've seen on TV or they've heard on radio or they've seen around for years. And, you know, that's the, that's the treat that we can give them. And it is, a, it is a, an honor to be able to hand that over. Well, Wayne, I, and I appreciate you coming on here. I appreciate your time. I'm going to show you this picture here. And for the podcast listeners, I will describe it. It is a picture of me angrily pointing at Wayne Mesmer, asking him, when is he going to call my winning numbers? 20 years, Wayne. Is, is this the year for me? I can, uh, I, I can feel it. Uh, <laughs> that's another gag. You know, hold your card up to your forehead. You know, the old Karnak. <laughs> A bit with the Johnny Carson. I don't know. Think of your number. Think of your number. You know, okay. and then he comes out and it's something else. I, I'm going to. I'm going to sit there, say my prayers. I'm. I'm. I'm going to do everything. I, I have a feeling, being a Cub fan, that this is my year. That I finally, you know, if I ever do win, I am going to do cartwheels, John Belushi style, all the way up to the stage. I, to I take would hope so. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> Yeah, that would be great joy to be able to uh, to do that, it, it, just to watch you come up and uh, and to claim your flag that has flown over historic Wrigley Field. Wayne, I appreciate you coming on. We'd love to have you again in the future, and I look so forward to saying hello to you again on uh, at CubsCon. For the listeners, uh, what's the best way that they can follow you? I know that you have a page for your music site. I got to see you at your at a concert at Heinani. Uh, with some great uh, holiday staples. Uh, where can where can the listeners follow you? Uh, just just uh, WayneMesmer.com. That's, uh, you know, as self-serving as I can possibly get, you know, uh, for the for the website. And uh, everything's listed on there. And you can find out, uh, you know, what it is that I do and maybe learn a few things that uh, you didn't realize about me. And, and like I said, puts on a great show, and we're going to have some fun this weekend. Appreciate you coming cool. on, Wayne. All right, we'll see you there. Well, Crowley, that was a great topic and conversation with Wayne. Can't wait to hear him call the bingo at Cubs Con. So any uh, last uh, parting words or words of encouragement for all of our listeners before they head down and enjoy uh, Cubs Con with you? And hopefully I get to see some of them as well on Saturday because we're hoping to do a Fly the W670 live podcast from Cubs Convention. I would just say, uh, you know what, uh, I, I'd love for anyone out there, I'll be the guy with the Crawley jersey, I'm hard to miss, um, but I would love anybody that's out there, if you're, if you're a fan of the podcast, I'd love to talk to you about it, and uh, you know, and, and like I said, this is a time to meet new friends and, and, and make some connections, so if you're out there, have fun, enjoy it, don't, don't, get, don't get too you know, freaked out or overwhelmed, just have fun, go with the flow, and the main thing, right? And if we're going to be broadcasting live, I'd love to see everybody um, outside the lobby, which is, I think, where we would try to podcast from, uh, outside of the ballroom. So if, if, if you're out there, we'll give you some times, and we'd love to see you out here supporting the podcast. Uh, we'll give you more information on that as we have it. As long as you're flying the, uh, following the socials, fly the W uh, 670 on Instagram and Twitter. 
Fly the W on Facebook. Or if you have any other questions, fly the W at 670gmail.com. Go Cubs! It's all over.